Hey guys, welcome back to Set Your Table Podcast. This is Ryan Lampy, and today the message is, what do you ultimately want? What do you ultimately want? AKA, what is your vision? In a podcast called Set Your Table, where I show you how to set your own table in life, create what you want, set your table, instead of eating the breadcrumbs, life leaves you, the foundational question that you get to ask yourself every day, you must ask yourself every day if you're going to set your table, is what do you ultimately want? What is your vision? See, if you don't have a vision, you don't know exactly what you want, you're going to be enrolled into someone else's vision, everyone else's vision, possibly. If you're going to have you know, dinner with your wife, or for your whole family and set this awesome table with your family, if you don't know exactly what you want, you'll, you know what you're going to be eating. You'll be eating everything that everybody else wants. You might show up and be like, I don't even eat this shit. Or I'll just eat this. Or I'll just have a couple sides. What do you ultimately want? I was listening to a podcast just now about... You know, the weakness of men over the past 50 to 80 years, how we have drastically declined in our level of literally our physical strength, our level of physical strength, our testosterone levels, our grip strength, our power, our mindsets, our emotions, our grit, our tenacity, aka our heart, our willingness, our work ethics. And it makes so much sense, of course, like, in a society that was so easy to not have to deal with anything in life. Like, when life gets tough, we can just turn to Netflix, turn to sports. We can go play something, play a video game. Like, our life is second nature to just get into comfort and ease of living and sedation and just not even have to worry about the shit that we really don't want to do. And never in history of man has it been easier to neglect what we know we should do in our heart because we have so many things around us that are easy, simple, acceptable. Hey, everybody else is doing it. And it's often fun to sit there and play video games all day long. We can be a teenager for the rest of our lives. So, yeah. Weak as ever, or not weak as ever, weaker than ever. So that's what the podcast was about. And, you know, there's many ways it gives at the end of the podcast, hey, how can we combat this in our lives? Yes, I'm weaker. How can I get in shape? How can I get my, my, get my testosterone up? How can I sleep more? How can I um, be more responsible in this and that and, and get my life straight? And that's cool. All fine and dandy. Like, there's an issue, and here's how you fix the problem. But in my experience, the problem underneath the problem is that we don't even give a shit about the problem. Like being out of shape, for instance. Like it doesn't take a rocket scientist nor a physical trainer to get our asses in shape. Like there's more health and fitness information, diet information out there, 
probably as much as there is porn out there on the internet. Like, it's everywhere. So you can't, at the end of the day, you can't say, well, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get in shape. I don't know how to eat healthy. No, it's fucking everywhere. So the problem is that we don't know how to fix our issues. Yes, we need sleep. Hey, go to sleep. Shit. The issue is we don't recognize it as an issue. Or for the more, we don't really care. We don't have vision. We don't know what we ultimately want. See, the reason I'll walk into my kitchen and eat ice cream, actually, I won't. But if I did, the only reason I would do that is because I don't know what I ultimately want. Ooh, I want ice cream. Ooh, I want cake. Okay, maybe true. What do I ultimately want? I want a weaponized body. I want a body that's both bulletproof from all the shit I have to handle in life. I want a body that can play sports with my kids, go surfing with my kids and my wife, have a great time, go free dive, go spear fishing, go run and chase birds with my toddlers, sprint in the sand, play in the waves, walk forever, hike anywhere. That's what I ultimately want. And the only time I'll eat ice cream is if I forget that. So the real question is the vision. What is your vision? What is your commitment? I know I've been talking about health and food and eating and all this kind of stuff lately. And the thing is, it goes everywhere across our lives, across body, being, balance, and business. Why do we not have the relationship with God we want? It's because we think we want, just like ice cream. We want, you know, to go watch Netflix. We think we're going to go watch, want to go watch a movie or hang out with our friends, which is not bad at all. But then, guess what? Ten years goes by. What did we ultimately want? Damn, we wanted a freaking amazing relationship with the Lord. Certainty in my heart, in my relationship with Him. A powerful prayer life that can make anything happen around me. But I just forgot that. What I want in my family crazy connection with my wife. That's okay. We don't need to do date night. That's okay. We don't need to have sex. I just go masturbate. I go watch porn. It's okay. That's what I That's what I want. No, what I ultimately want. See, we usually leave our vision or what we ultimately want for what's comfortable, easy, easily accessible, even acceptable right here in the moment. Same thing with business. Not willing to do the work in the moment because, oh, I have next week. I have tomorrow. Next month. And I lose track of what I want to create for myself, for my clients, for my family, the financial security, not financial security, financial freedom I want for my family, ultimately. Oh, we can pay bills for the next few months. We're good. For me, it's it's often been, we can pay bills for the next couple months. We're doing really good. And then I would lose track. That's something I had to shift in a huge way the past year and over the course of the past few years. And so the question is, what do you ultimately want? And I bring it back to body because it is nowhere as clear as it is with body. See, people think I have this amazing, powerful discipline, like a ninja. And maybe I do. If you guys do some studying on discipline... And, well, self-control is also discipline. Self-control and discipline. Self-control, a.k.a. discipline, is an actual exhaustible resource. We literally only have a certain amount every single day. Now, it may expand. It expands through our life 
if we work at it, just like our strength can expand and our wisdom can expand. Like our discipline can expand throughout life, but we have an exhaustible amount. Just like, I don't care how strong you are and how long you've been working out, you can only do so many push-ups in a row. Even if it's 150 or 175, that's it. Like no one out there is doing 500 push-ups in a row. Perfect form. So you have a finite amount of discipline every single day. And people look at me because literally, if you know me, my diet is clean as a whistle. I don't eat bullshit at all. No junk food. I haven't eaten a chip. I can't even remember. It's got to be at least 10 years. Maybe nine years. Nine years, 10 years. Cake. Oh my gosh. Ice cream was my my big um, Achilles heel. And so I've had it like maybe 10 times over the course of the past 10 years. Or nine years. I think nine years is the magic number. When everything's happened. And I eat clean as a whistle. And people think I'm some kind of like ninja. Or I have this huge ego, which that's possible. I, I probably have a big ego too. That's like, I got to have this super fit, trim body, low body fat, chiseled muscles. Like, yeah, I do take pride in that. I like that also. So that's probably part of the deal that I eat healthy. But here's the thing. It's not from the super discipline. I'm not a fucking machine. I'm not some kind of crazy ninja that came out of my mom's belly. Super disciplined. In no way. I'll give you what happened. I wrecked my body. Wrecked my body. I was deployed to Kyrgyzstan. 2009. So yeah, 2009. So about nine years ago. Eight and a half years ago, nine years ago. And my body was already pretty messed. I messed it up just before I went to Kyrgyzstan, actually. And I couldn't even do much for the first um, couple weeks I was there. Like My body was already jacked up. I jacked up my neck and my back through some training beforehand. And then I get to Kyrgyzstan, which is, let me see, it's like two countries above Afghanistan. While I was there, I worked the nights, and it was between zero and negative 30 below zero degrees Fahrenheit. Nearly every single night. Every day I worked. All day. I got about three hours of sleep per six days. The seventh day I slept like 16 hours. The other six days a week, I got three hours of sleep broken up between all six days. On top of all that, I was working out like a madman. But here's the thing. 30 below zero. It was always icy and snowy. And people fell down every single day. Every single day. We couldn't wear cleats because we worked on aircraft and all kinds of other machinery and all kinds of stuff. We couldn't wear cleats because it would damage the equipment. So people fell down every single Like You knew you were going into the night or the, the work day. You're going to fall down at least three times. Sometimes with a whole lot of stuff you're carrying or weight on your back. Sometimes with another person in your arms. And sometimes jumping from 10 foot high off a damn vehicle. Like you just knew it. And I was, I had, like, I was knocked out multiple times. I'm pretty sure I had a concussion. And, but here's what really messed up. I messed up my back like crazy. When I got, they, they put me on so many different medications. Like when I was, literally when I was there, while I was working still, like there was times I was, oh man, like darn near immobile. And they had, um, had me on so many meds. Anyways, when I got out of the military, I decided to change everything. I was like, I'm not going to take all these medications. They're not even working that well. I was just in so much pain. I'm not going to go see the doctor all the time because they're not really helping me that much. And this is just all my thing. I mean, maybe I made the wrong decisions. Maybe I didn't make 
not necessarily the wrong decisions, but the best decisions that served you know, my body. You know, who knows? All I know is this is what happened. I decided to not take medications anymore about nine, um, nine years ago or, or eight years ago, eight and a half years ago. No medications and eat super, super clean. No sugar. I realized that every single thing that they gave me medication-wise was inflammatory, like anti-inflammatory, some kind of anti-inflammatory. In fact, the strongest stuff they gave me was some kind of um, anti-inflammatory, some kind of steroids they gave me. And when I got out of the military, I was like, you know what? Instead of taking all these anti-inflammatories, what if I just don't eat all the inflammatory food I eat? And back then, the paleo thing wasn't really going on. Um, ketones wasn't going on. A lot of the stuff that we have today in our diets wasn't really going on. I just realized through the internet that, hey, sugar and pretty much half the shit I eat on a daily basis is super duper inflammatory. So I cleaned up my diet like, boom, right then, spick and span. Like ice cream was like my one thing that I went back to every couple months over the course of the next, not even a year after that, not even a year. And my diet was clean as a whistle. Now, I'm telling you all this, not just to give you a bunch of history on me so that you know me and know my pain and my problems, the issue I had to work through and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. When people look at me and say, you got discipline. The way you eat, I can't compare myself to you. Like, you have discipline. Like, you have some kind of God-given gift, discipline, and you will not eat sugar. Because you either fucked up and you have some kind of switch in your brain that says, you know what? I'm going to be perfect. I'm never going to touch this or whatever. Or you just have some kind of magical powers of discipline. And I can never be like you. I can never have a body you have. Man, if I had a fucking quarter for every man that has told me I can never have the body you have, never have the strength you have, never have all that. Here's the thing. I don't have that discipline. I don't have any magical powers. What I have is a vision. I experienced tremendous pain back then. Tremendous pain. I remember particular moments like they were yesterday when I was just had sharp pain all throughout my body, my neck, my brain, my butt, my back, like everywhere because of these issues that the best I knew was due to inflammation. And the doctors say that too. So I changed my diet out of vision, not out of discipline, because I was so committed of not being in this pain every single day of my life. I was committed to having a fucking amazing body that I could play with my kids with and do all the things I wanted to do. I had a vision. What did I ultimately want? Like what I really wanted was to eat a bunch of fucking ice cream and cake on my kids' birthdays. But what did I ultimately want? I had a vision burning inside of me. It's like, I can't fucking live in this pain anymore. I have to do something about this. And that is the secret to the way I have eaten the past nearly nine years. Eight years. Nine years. That's it right there. Pure vision. You can't, the thing is, you can't get that. I can't convince you to do that. I cannot ever convince someone to get in shape. Not going to happen. When you experience a pain that deep, when you look at your current reality and you compare that to what you ultimately want and see that, hey, this is what's going to happen 
if I never get what I ultimately want. This is what my life will look like. This is what it's going to look like. Let's go back to the body again. If I have diabetes, and if I'm fat, overweight, my knees fucking are fucked up for the rest of my life. I have all these issues and, and medicine. I have to go to the doctor all the time and all this stuff. Like, this is the impact on my kids, my marriage, my sex life, my entire life. All the fun I want to have in now the ocean, everything. If someone can see that and not just see it, when they experience it, and they let that sink into their heart, they experience the pain, the anger, the frustration, the guilt, the shame, the blaming that happens. Because guess who? If I just ended up fucking fat over the course of a few years and didn't see I was blindsided by it, you know who I'd blame? The first person I'd probably blame was not myself. I'd probably blame society, my wife for enabling me, God for giving me some kind of secondhand body that's not as great as the guy looking next to me. I'd probably blame everybody. Damn it. Cut off by a phone call. Here we go. So I want to have you consider that the issue underneath the issue of men, of our weakness, of our something as simple as our loss in grip strength, our being overweight, obese, having no, not having no, but having a lot less tenacity and grit, being much more passive, much less confrontational, much less going after what we want, much less committed. But the issue underneath the issue of our weakness or our decline of weakness is a lack of vision. And what I want to have you consider is that the key to overcoming that issue is sitting with our current reality, sitting with our pain, sitting with what is really going on. Like marriages usually don't fucking get fixed and there's not a lot of work that goes into them. It's pretty rare that a couple will just go to couples counseling and just, just to work on their marriage out of the blue. Like it happens. And usually when it does, it inspires a lot of people. But for the most part, couples usually go to couple counseling and couple therapy and couples coaching when it shit hits a fan, when they're about to get a divorce. When their kids are all confused and, and the worlds are all fucked up and and chaos is everywhere and they don't know what to do and they think the family is just going to go to shit, that's when they go and get couple therapy, get couples coaching, like get things worked out. That's when they get a vision, when the pain, when the reality hits. See, the reality is the disconnect has been there a long time. Yes, the husband just cheated on the wife, so this is new, but consider that's not new. There's a reason why the husband considered, I mean, the husband cheated on the wife. There's been a disconnect between them for a long time. And it just hasn't been a reality. They haven't seen it. They haven't had a vision. All of a sudden, the husband cheats on the wife, or wife cheats on the husband, whatever. Affair happens, and boom, reality hits. Damn, we're disconnected. This is not the marriage that I wanted that I signed up for on our wedding day. This is not what I envisioned our lives being like together. And then all of a sudden, hey, let's go get couples therapy. Let's go get couples coaching. Let's go do a fucking retreat. Let's change everything in our lives around. It's not that we don't know how. It's that we don't have vision. So my question for you is, what do you ultimately want? First, where in your life? Possibly in your body, possibly in your relationship with God, Maybe your family, your marriage, your kids, your business, 
where in your life are you not keenly aware of what you ultimately want? Where in your life are you just an automatic cruising through life? Because this is what everybody does. This is what normal life looks like. And you're just coasting through. Not clearly knowing what you want. How you are going to set your table. Where you are clearly committed to something that you are going to create. Across your body, being, balance, and business. And the question is, in the area of your life, What is your vision? What do you ultimately want? All right, guys. I acknowledge this has been a long podcast. I wasn't planning for this. And um, and I'm definitely, (laughs) I'll be honest with you, I have thought about like halfway through this podcast, like, damn, maybe I should just turn this whole thing off and start over again and pump out a six or seven minute version of this. But I'm not. It's already recorded. And, um, I hope it has tremendous value for you. I don't usually go through my whole story of my pain and my back issues and the military stuff. Like, I very rarely bring up that. I very, very rarely bring up my military history with, um, yeah, my disabilities and stuff like that. And so, hey, this is why I'm going to keep it here. It is for you guys. You guys want to know more about me, shit I've had to deal with. Not just me. Like, yeah, shit I had to deal with. But you know what? Lucy, my kids. Man, they're warriors in this battle with me. I've gone through so much in the past decade with me. I'm dealing with my body. I mean, I remember last year, just this last year, not just this last year, yeah, one year ago, um, about a week and a half, maybe before Thanksgiving, one year ago, 2017, I was curled up in a fetal position in our downstairs bathtub trying to snake the drain that our kids lodged some toys in it. I have been trying to do it for an hour with these old fucked up pipes. And my back was killing me so much that I was literally curled up in pain, weeping and weeping and weeping. My kids heard me and Lucy heard me come in. And then I felt like just the most weakest piece of shit as a man. Can't even snake my drain, crying like a baby. And, you know, and they're depending, they literally were depending on me that night to get that shit figured out and done. So that they could take a bath. And I couldn't. And that's how much pain I was in. And it's, I mean, that's my thing. But the kids had to live with this version of me. That went through so much pain. So much suffering. And I didn't even have the tools to take responsibility. Didn't have the tools. Didn't have the money to go see a chiropractor like I see now. I didn't have a lot of the old tools. Coaches, mentors that I have now. And that's where I was. And my whole, it was impacted my entire family. Which, there you go again. When I clearly saw that, it was a week and a half after that happened. When my entire life changed once again. Not just my eating habits. All of a sudden, everything about my life changed. Because I was awoken to the reality. The reality of my impact I had on my family. By playing, by, by living so small. Even with the greatest reasons of my back and my knee, and my injuries, and my pain that I had all the time. The thing is, my kids don't understand that. And even my wife, like, even Lucy, she can understand all she wants to, but at the end of the day, she still has to live with me. So it doesn't matter how much she understands and how much pain I am going through. The reality is, here is the results of our marriage. Here is the results of my connection or lack of connection with my kids because 
Well, my story was I'm, una- I'm unable to show up for them because my body is holding me back. And that lit a fire inside me and gave me vision and showed me for the first time, this is not only what I ultimately want, this is what I'm committed to fucking making happen in my life. So that's all I have for you guys. And tell you what, tomorrow, I give you my word, tomorrow will be a much shorter podcast. I'm going to make it, make it under seven minutes just for you guys. All right. I love you all. You guys have a great evening and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.